Hey, this is Ollie, and welcome to The Body Reset. This podcast is being built to help career-driven professionals and business owners intelligently upgrade their body, energy, and personal performance in the modern world. I want to help uncover some of the core concepts, beliefs, and frameworks that we've used with thousands of clients to navigate health and performance as we age. If you want more like this, simply subscribe so you never miss the newest episode. Hi, all. I want to dive into a bit of a chat around how to approach health through December. I've had some really, really great chats throughout December, and it's been really solidifying for what we talked about all year. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Kerry, who I had an amazing chat to yesterday. She's joined our program along with 30 other nine, 39 other clients. Uh, we limit our intake to 40 each month. And in a time where you would expect for us to be quiet, we're really busy. We're as busy as usual. And being able to have these discussions with clients that really want to create long-term sustainable change, it's really nice to get insight into how they're approaching health a little bit differently. They're being more compassionate around how to approach this really long-term. And I wanted to share with you some of the top mindset shifts or at least relationships with health and exercise and nutrition and all the aspects of, that comes into feeling good in your own skin certainly as we come into December, because I think this is a concern and worry for so many people, and it's nearly automatic at this time of year, that uh, health goes out the window. And I, I want to be here to say that's not the case if you choose. And today is not about telling you that it should all be perfect and that there's no further challenges than any other time of the year. I think for many people, there very much are. There's more functions, there's end of year prize givings and, and, and kids filling, finishing school, uh, and then the disruptions of, of the holidays, less structure and more movement uh, in regards to different locations. So there are absolutely different things on the table. And I want to make sure I'm never one of those experts that says that it's all about discipline and all you need to do is eat your chicken and broccoli. It's very much not that. But what I want to approach today is three key mindset frameworks or mental models that you're able to think through that I think will really, really help with your ability to make the most of summer. And I think let's start with the reminder that the whole point of having a break is so that you can enjoy it, not that there's anxiety around slipping off a circle. And being able to approach this in a way that you have some confidence in the, the systems that you lean on uh, is very much where I want to start. And the simple quote, I can't remember where I first heard this, but I, I love it, which is, you don't rise to the level of your ambitions, you fall to the level of your systems. And I think that's a really nice framework and mentality to use through December because a lot of the standard structure that we rely on externally, i.e. when we go to work, when calls are booked, etc., tends to be less reliable, right? It's a bit more disrupted. So by creating systems in your day that you lean on, for example, I make sure I get up and I have at least 500 mils of water first thing in the morning before I do anything else. I make sure that before each meal, I'm going to do three to five deep breaths. So I check in and make sure that I'm not just running on fumes and eating a meal in a stressed state so I can improve digestion. I make sure that I block out an hour in my calendar every day so that I have that nudge to go for a walk. Now, it might be not for an entire hour, but it's a nudge and it's looking at me in the face when I continue to do emails when I'm choosing not to look after me. So those are my systems or a handful of systems that I use on a day-to-day -day level that I rely on and really keep me on track when things are flat out. And over the last couple of weeks, I've said yes to a couple more projects than I usually would. Certain podcast appearances, certain articles to be written, even photo shoots that we were involved in. 
and it was really, really busy and it was really, really fun. But it was being able to get involved in them without the anxiety or worry or guilt that I was falling off circle on the things that uh, I wanted to continue doing. So you don't rise to the level of your ambitions, you fall to the level of your systems. There's a really nice quote and I think a really nice way to address the boring stuff in the calendar that reminds you to do stuff for you, right? And it's so easy to say no and choose to do something on someone else's request list, or it's quite easy to say yes and be like, I'm just going to do something for me. So where does that go? The, the Where I want to touch on this is I think the biggest limitation of habits is not the complexity or not knowing what they do. I think many people know that drinking a bit more water, eating a bit more whole foods, not always skipping breakfast, going for a walk are all really healthy things and things that we'd like to do a little bit more of. But what starts to get in the way there is how we talk about ourselves or how we talk to ourselves when we don't do those things. So what I mean by that is, we've talked about this a lot, but the one phrase that comes to mind is, do you give yourself permission to feel good at 80%? And this took me a quite life-changing motorbike accident to really solidify because for me, I was always 100% or nothing. And it became something that, you know, I had to nail the food, I had to nail the workout, I had to nail every aspect of the anchors that I put in my day, otherwise I was going backwards. But until I had that realization that, or at least the crash that made me realize that order to build the body back up, you know, maybe I was doing, for context, I was doing say a 14 to 16 kilo dumbbell for a bicep curl, I could now barely lift my drink bottle. Became a very good discussion inside my head of, well, one kilo is better than nothing. You've still got an arm, right? Bringing awareness to building this back up, bringing some contraction to it. And the phrase that came out of this that has now become quite prominent in our community is half ass is better than no ass. And I, you know, talked to myself five years uh, ago, you would have never expected me or I would have never expected me for that to be a phrase that I talk about regularly. But if you're in that space where you tend to be fairly high functioning, you're in that all or nothing attitude half ass is better than no ass. just give yourself permission to feel good at 80%, right? It's like, well, I didn't have an hour, but I got out for a 10-minute walk. Well, I didn't have the perfect meal, but I chose a bit more protein. Well, it's a little bit late, but I can turn off the TV now and go read a book for at least get through five pages. It's those discussions in our head that get rid of the shame, the guilt, the judgment of it not being perfect and gets back to the small wins and opportunities to feel good. And I think that in itself is a really, really nice relationship to have with yourself because you start to be a companion or a you're deciding to do better for yourself. You're in that partnership of trying to make yourself feel good rather than the enemy that you're trying to remove that, oh, why did you do that again? That sabotage that starts to come in. And it fundamentally comes back down to the compassionate language or the lack of compassionate in the language you use to talk about yourself. So I think that, for me, was a very big game changer. It required uh, a rather life-changing motorbike accident to go through, and I hope for you, by listening to the podcast and or, or this video, and being able to instill that and think about that for the next couple of days, you don't have to go through the crash to think that, because we have so many people in our community that are doing amazing things uh, in their lives, in their work, but they're not able to crack health and it fundamentally comes back to compassionate thinking. So this really ties into number three, which is I want you to really, really let this sink in, which is by improving health, what do you have to gain rather than what you have to lose? And I think this is the ultimate equalizer when it comes to December, because if you're completely focused on what you have to lose, you really beat yourself up for the extra the extra cheese gone or the extra coffee or 
skipping the meal or having the meal or whatever the thing might be. We're constantly focused on this restriction mindset and creating a blanket over ourselves that we can't really win, right? There's no way of appreciating the moment rather than if we think about what we have to gain, right? Example here, I managed to go for a walk this morning and now I feel really good. I feel a little bit more focused, a little bit more energized. I managed to get a workout and I feel a bit stronger. I feel like I'm sitting a bit more upright. Uh, I feel a bit more hungry after a meal, which means my metabolism's working, right? I start to focus on what I have to gain from the action steps that I can control in my day and finding those little opportunities and pockets to improve what's going on. And in a, in a month like December, that for most people, and I'm going to assume for you, tends to be a little less structured. Those opportunities are everything. And if we approach those opportunities with restrict, well, we've lost the battle because we're focusing on how do we get less out of this? How do we extract less out of this? And how do we try get to a place where it really is something we need to stop doing? It really just doesn't give us a very nice relationship with food or exercise or whatever the thing might be. Whereas if we look at it through that lens of what we have to gain, that is, although sounding simple, I think it all is, we need to be reminded more than we need to be taught, is it's about what health gives us. And if this relationship with health has changed, or at least you can have a chat with yourself about this relationship, this is no longer just a December thing. You can start to see how this applies throughout the entire year, right? Whether you're traveling, whether you're going out to dinner, whether there's a disruption in the week, whether you have a kid that's sick, whether you're working around an injury, you start to look at the conversations and internal chatter that you're having with yourself, which fundamentally is that whole bit under the iceberg, right? I love a good iceberg analogy. Uh, you know, we think it's diet and exercise on top, but it's the 80, 90% under the water, which is how we talk to ourselves, how we regulate our nervous system, how we approach the things we have to gain rather than things we have to lose are all these aspects that allow us to enjoy it. Health allows us to reinforce things that we want to do more of. And fundamentally, that's consistency. And when we approach that in December, we are able to tackle some of those bigger obstacles. And uh, for all 40 of our clients starting this month, what they're learning right now, and we're right in the middle of kickoffs, is that if you just wait for the perfect time to get started, what happens when you get busy? It all goes back out the window. But if you lean in when things are difficult, you create those anchors, those non-negotiables that you can do even when it's a busy week, then you absolutely crush it when it's easy, right? Because you're learning the skill of sustainable health, which is not just perfect a six-week stint, but rather find a way to insert you back into your busiest week, create the anchors that you still win on default because you've designed the environment or you've found opportunities in the environment to just slot yourself back in there somewhere. So I hope this lands for you. I hope this meets you at the right time and is relevant for the discussions you're having in your head, the, the calendar you're looking at. And, and fundamentally, this could be a whole nother chat, building the no muscle, creating that cadence of when you say no to something, you're saying yes to yourself, is where this really comes from. And hopefully that lands. I hope you're having an amazing week. And uh, if there's one thing that sticks with you through the rest of the week, which is literally my motto at the moment, half ass is better than no ass. Get out for that walk. You've got five minutes, you can still get it done. Bit of sun, bit of walk, you'll feel better for it. So hope you have an amazing December team. Uh, everything that's coming your way, 
uh, the challenges, the joy, the laughter, the sun, the big meals, the on-track meals, all of the stuff. Uh, take the time to appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's there's only a certain amount of summers you have in front of you, and I think if you worry about having the extra cheesecake and and causing guilt guilt around it, not only did you forget to appreciate the cheesecake, you're not really living life. So focus on what you have to gain rather than you have to lose. I hope that was a, a relevant chat for you, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. This episode was brought to you by The Body Reset, world leaders in health and performance coaching. If you love this episode, it would be a massive help if you just share with one person that you think would benefit. I'd also love to hear from you personally on social media or via email if I can help you personally. Until next time, remember, long-term change comes from self-compassion, and thanks for tuning in.